Catch Up With Cat. Hello and welcome once again to Catch Up With Cat with me, Cat Harvey. The wee mini show brought to you from my bedroom cupboard, jam-packed with good advice to hopefully make us all feel that little bit better. It's Tuesday, so that means it's time to get our trainers on once again. It's time to catch up with PT Robin Haggart and our volunteer engineer Craig Donald, who's attempting the NHS Couch to 5K. First of all, morning Robin, how are you? Good morning, I'm good, thank you, how are you? Oh, I'm tip-top. And uh, Craig, our willing volunteer, how are you faring this week? Oh, not too bad, yourself? Aye, grand. Now, if you missed last week's hilarious update, Craig somehow managed to misinterpret the very simple instructions and ran over 5k in his first run since school. Craig, I have to ask you, have your friends been giving you absolute pelters for this? No, because nobody knows about it. I right. <laughs> well, nobody said anything yet. They've been very polite. Yeah. They've been polite. Robin, could you believe he did it? Because it's an easy to follow routine, isn't it? It was very easy to follow. I, I was laughing for a good while after. <laughs> Oh dear. Now, I know that you were sore after your first run because you did basically get to about week seven in the space of one run. Um, Have you managed to ease yourself back into the routine that you're meant to be following, Craig? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just did what, like Robin said, a few stretches before I went out. So uh, no leg pain or anything this time. So it's all good, as you would say. So, but no, it's fine, hi. Excellent. And how did you find week two then? Have you completed it? Uh, I want to do, so I'm, I'm, I may go out and do it tonight, but whether it's going to stay off with the rain or not. So, But no, I uh, went out yeah, a couple of times, so yeah, it's been all right. So, uh, It sounds very positive. I'm, I'm impressed. Robin, you gave him some good stretches last week. Remind us again why it's so important to warm up and cool down properly, because a lot of people... You just go out, they do it, and then they go back into the house, and that's when you can get sore, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. So with the warm-up, um, again, you're wanting to get the body just ready for the exercise that's ahead. Um, like we said, don't jump too soon into the running, go full pelt. Um, light aerobics to loosen the muscles, um, and a few dynamic stretches just to open up the hips, warm up the hamstrings, the hip flexors, which hopefully, if we've done this week, you aren't too sore. Now, you mentioned there are dynamic stretches. What's a dynamic stretch? I don't think I've ever heard that before. Maybe I've just not been dynamic with my stretches. Give me some... Make me dynamic. (laughs) So, your dynamic stretches. So, the likes of lunges. So, hands on your hips, keep your balance. Big lunge forward, big lunge back. Again, just to open up your hips and warm up the quads and the hamstrings. That sounds okay. Craig, are you feeling dynamic? Uh, I would say overly (laughs) dynamic, but yeah, it's, it's not bad. Not bad, so... <laughs> you're getting there. Are you enjoying it at all? Is there any part of it that you're actually going, do you know, this feels actually quite good now? It sounds strange, but it is quite nice. Again, it's just get out of the house, away from the, from the missus, as you would say. I'm acting quite on my own, <laughs> which is fine, so... <laughs> I might have to stick with it after it, so... <laughs> Craig, you're meant to say it's uh, it's so good for your head and your body and you can feel all the endorphins rushing through your body not that you're getting out of the house to get away from your messy oopsies <laughs> again uh, Robin tell us then what does he have to look forward to in the NHS couch to 5k week 3 well much to your delight you're doing less walking and more running 
So, <laughs> three. Are you ready? Week three, you're going to do the exact same as what you did last week for your warm up. Keep with that because obviously it's worked because you aren't as sore. Yeah. And then you have two repetitions of one and a half minutes of running and one and a half minute of walking. And then are you ready for the next bit, Craig? I don't know. <laughs> it's his nervous laugh every week that just cracks me up. Such a willing volunteer, Craig. Mm. You're loving your life. Come on. Well, I reckon since we conquered the 5K in week one, you'll manage three minutes of running and then three minutes of walking. And that's for week three. Uh, Craig, I feel morally obliged to keep checking that you're still up for this. Are you game to give week three a bash? Oh, definitely. Definitely keep give it a try, so. Yes. And it's for physical and emotional reasons, not for from getting away from your other half. <laughs> no, no, want to get fit and a bit of exercise and look after myself, so. Excellent, that is the right answer. Well, listen, good luck, and we will catch up with you next week. That's PT Robin Haggart and our volunteer engineer, Craig Donald, who hasn't run since school until now and is doing a grand job, at least pretending that he's enjoying it. (laughs) Thanks, Craig, and thanks, Robin. You're welcome. Thank you. In a few minutes, we'll hear how the mysterious pop-up piper is making people smile all over Scotland. But first, here's Jerry Cinnamon, where we're going. Jerry Cinnamon, where we're going. I love that song. Now, I also love sharing great stories from your communities, so let's meet another local hero. Joining me for a wee catch-up is Harry Richards, who is known as the Pop-Up Piper. Harry, how are you and how are your pipes? I'm very good. They're they're blown up, ready to go, as always. Uh, On standby and ready for action. Now, tell us what you've been up to, because you were meant to be on tour in America with the Red Hot Chili Pipers. That's obviously been cut short, but you've been getting your pipes out left, right and centre, haven't you? Yeah, so uh, we were in America in March, and we were meant to be there for the whole the whole month of March actually but obviously with the the Covid crisis it got cut short quite quite quickly quite shortly in, into the tour um, and yeah flew back home and just like that uh, you know just like many self-employed musicians and and most people actually around the country all the work kind of got pulled from under, under our feet so we just uh, found myself with loads of time on my hands um, so myself and a couple of pals from Dunblane, where I come from, uh, Scott and Pete. Um, we all got together. They've got a business in Dunblane, the Distillers' Choice. Um, so they were the same, plenty of time on our hands. I mean, we were quite inspired by everything that was going on in Spain at the time. Uh, people singing from their balconies and all the rest of it. Um, so we just had a little, a little think to ourselves, what could we do to kind of bring that over here? Uh, uh-huh. Straight away, we, we thought we'd go up to the local nursing home in Dunblane and play them a few tunes and then we thought why not take this a bit further uh, and we reached out to a few others in the area and before we knew it, it was, we were inundated with with requests <laughs> to go along and play a few tunes for them So I'm guessing social distancing has made that quite tricky can you still do it? Do you stand in the car park? What, what are you doing? Yeah well that's uh, it's definitely one of the for once, one of the positive things with the bagpipes is that the volume's not a problem. <laughs> we um, can have you at the end of our street. <laughs> we'll, we'll still exactly. hear you. Everyone can hear us. But no, exactly. So, you know, there was obviously social distancing measures, but um, even if they had their windows open and things like that, we were out in the back gardens at the car parks of the care homes and 
played them a few tunes and you know you could see them all from the windows and from the balconies and stuff all dancing and singing along so that was, it was good fun You've also managed to squeeze in uh, number one in the iTunes chart. Tell us about that. What's happened? Yeah, so a few weeks ago, um, I've got friends that play for a band called Scarivore, um, a Scottish folk band. Um, so mm-hmm. uh, Ma- Martin from Scarivore uh, wrote a tune called Everyday Heroes um, for, you know, dedicated to everyone at the NHS and all key workers. Um, so yeah, we recorded that there was there was loads of people involved all, all, all the scary for there were people you know members of uh, Manran another band Skippinish Tidelines uh, Pete and Diesel um, there was even you know there was, there was everyone and we, we did that recorded that and released that and all of a sudden it went to it went to number one so that was you know that was way more than we expected to happen uh, and all all um money that's made from it gets donated straight to NHS charities to support them and to kind of thank them for all their all their hard work which is absolutely brilliant uh, so you're you're raising awareness it's a great tune and you've been part of something but you I mean your tour's cancelled that's obvious you know there's not really that many gigs well there's none let's be honest but you've started volunteering for the NHS tell us about that what have you been doing yeah so currently I work um, just outside Glasgow and for the COVID-19 response service that's the the official title so it's really just phone lines people calling in all all over the country that are really you know people are really concerned Um, so it's just you know providing a bit of support for them and you know helping them through it all so yeah, it's, it's, but you know, for me as well, it's kind of it helps me give, a, give something back, I suppose, and gets me out of the house as well, which is which. Is, so I'm not going too stuck crazy at the moment. <laughs> Harry, thank you so much. Um, good luck when the gigs start up again. You'll end up having to do like three months worth of work in a month while the gigs that'll be waiting for you. But you're you're an absolute star for doing that and for volunteering for the NHS as well. The Pop-Up Piper, thank you so much for joining me for a wee catch-up. Thank you, and take care, everyone, and stay safe. Catch-up with Kat. We're in this together. Don't forget, if you're struggling in any way at the moment, there's loads of helpful advice at the website clearyourhead.scot. I'm back at 3.40 when Anne Gallagher from Luminate will be telling us about a fantastic new film project designed to help the elderly. It really is brilliant. Until then, stay home, stay safe, and here's Little Mix with Salute. Hello and welcome to Catch Up With Cat with me, Cat Harvey, the little show that can hopefully make a big difference. I'll be celebrating some of the people you'd like to say thanks to a bit later on. And don't forget, you can always leave your message, a wee voice message that is. Just go to the website, click on the Catch Up With Cat page for full details. I'm joined this afternoon by entertainer, comedian and star of the King's Pantomime in Glasgow alongside Elaine C. Smith. It is my wee pal, Johnny Mac. Hello, Johnny. Hello, lovely to hear from you. Thank you. How are you getting on today? You doing all right? Uh, yeah, no, I'm doing well. I mean, we're all in this uh, situation together. So, uh, yes, some days are good. Some days are not so good. But we try and keep positive. <laughs> that's that's the attitude. Now, I, I'm thinking it's a really difficult time for all sorts of entertainers at the moment. Actors, singers, performers. Pretty much everything gig-wise has gone for the foreseeable future. Is that the same for you? Yeah, um, exactly. And it kind of 
within 24 hours my diary went from being really busy to absolutely nothing in it um, so which was quite uh, strange but you know and a lot of my pals were in the exact same boat overnight all our work was wiped out so now we just have to stay safe look after our friends and family and we'll come out the other side of it and uh, get back to doing what we love. What would you have been doing at the moment then? Well, usually at this time of the year, I run away to the circus, but <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately the government locked us down, so they sent me back home. <laughs> um, but yeah, I should, I should have been down in Great Yarmouth um, in Norfolk uh, doing a show, and uh, it was literally the day that we went into the, the government um, brought in the lockdown, um, was the day that I was supposed to travel down to start rehearsals and kind of the week before it kind of talked about it might happen. We're not sure we might start rehearsals and see how we got on, but um, I actually didn't leave Scotland. So um, yeah, that was kind of six weeks work uh, finished. Um, and then we were supposed to be doing a play as well, Kat. I, I, I know, I, I don't like to mention my own works, Johnny, on air, but yes, we had a play that was cancelled for two months. So uh, yeah, I've ended up doing this. So I've been kept very, 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 very busy indeed. But it's it's just nice to find out what everybody else is getting up to too. But have you been able to spend your time productively at all? Have you been writing new material, maybe some new stuff for the panto if it goes ahead this year? Well, yeah, I am. Um, so for the summer season and the pantomime, kind of writing stuff. But I'm sure like a lot of us uh, kind of... Uh, good days and, and not so good days so when uh, when I'm not feeling very creative then I kind of sit and uh, become a Formula 1 driver uh, playing the <laughs> Champions League become a Jedi and I can do it all in my pants so uh, thank you very much to games consoles <laughs> That's a vision I'm just going to delete from my head right there <laughs> um, I'm interested to hear about the process of writing comedy because um, there's so much involved. Does your head have to be in the right place to sit down and write gags? Uh, 100%. And unfortunately, my brain doesn't work on a kind of nine-to-five basis of clock in, clock out. So, um, you know, I can be in bed and then all of a sudden at two o'clock in the morning I get an inspirational idea and sit up and then write something down, then go back to sleep, then wake up in the morning, read it and go... I don't understand what that idea <laughs> What's that all about? <laughs> it's absolutely the funniest thing that will ever happen. So, um, yeah, uh, and certainly on this, uh, I, I kind of, sitting down at a desk, I was never that clever at school, so I kind of like to be out and about, so I kind of get my, well, I think my best ideas um, when, when I'm kind of out and about, or if I'm at the gym, or walking the dog, or kind of doing something that's not, when I have to sit down and look at a blank piece of paper, I find it very hard to kind of just be funny. Um, so the, the kind of ideas start do, doing something else, and then I, then I write it down. Yeah, making people laugh for a living, I mean, it sounds like an absolutely brilliant job, but but I can imagine it comes with a lot of pressures, does it? Uh, yeah, but it's not it's not a real job, is it? It's not hard work. Um, uh, basically, I, I kind of, you never know uh, when it's going to work. You know, if you sing, a, if you, you know a song, a popular song, and you can get up and sing that, um, but... If you don't sing like me and you tell jokes, you stand up and you've not tried out on anyone. It's a very the only way you can learn if it is funny is by performing it to a crowd. And I think that's what I'm kind of missing about lockdown. Kind of all of my work, I haven't done um, very much television. I kind of do it, kind of theatre based stuff um, in live situations. So I'm kind of really missing 
that interaction with the audience or kind of everybody being in a room together and, and creating that laughter for, you know, a few hundred, a few thousand people, um, which is the best film in the world. <laughs> yeah, it's so good for people as well, laughing just to kind of boost everybody's uh, general well-being, I suppose. We just need to laugh, Johnny, so we can't wait till you're back on stage. Stay where you are, we'll chat some more in a few minutes, but first here's Becky Hill with Better Off Without You. Becky Hill with Better Off Without You. This afternoon I'm joined by entertainer and pantomime star Johnny Mac, who will hopefully be appearing as Buttons in the King's Theatre in Glasgow later this year. Now you've been entertaining people on social media. What is it you have been doing? <laughs> uh, well, uh, yes, it is me fronting it, but I have to say, behind every good uh, man, there's an even better woman, as I'm sure you know with you. But, um, so <laughs> in my wife... <laughs> me to TikTok um, at the beginning of lockdown because uh, then watching all my kind of entertainment friends, singers, comedians, uh, dancers, circus artists doing uh, their thing on very um, kind of social media websites, kind of doing a, a stand-up comedy gig or doing some jokes to camera with no audience laughter would uh, kind of is kind of not my cup of tea. So I was kind of talking to my wife Steph, saying well, I want to do something just to keep people you know, entertain, but I don't want it to be like an hour-long thing, I just, you know, a couple of minutes, whatever. So she said, oh, we should go on TikTok, which is basically like a video sharing social media site, um, and you can make up your own videos and be really creative. So um, there's a lot of uh, kind of viral ones of dance um, routines, or uh, you can um, lip-sync to your favourite movie or TV show, <laughs> oh. um, and, basically, and that's what you can do. So... So kind of looked through uh, some of them on on TikTok and then started making our own really. Um, so I'm really enjoying it. It's a kind of nice creative outlet for me for you know an hour or so. And how important is it for your own mental health to actually be doing these little videos? Yeah, 100% for me. It, it really helps to because I feel that I'm still entertaining to a certain point. Um, and also as well, yeah, I've got family that are working on the front line in the NHS and I kind of want to do something that, you know, I, I can't do that, but maybe I can kind of in a tea break and a lunch break um, before people go to work um, who are out there as key workers, if they happen to stumble on my uh, TikTok or any of the social media stuff, then it might just give them a laugh for 20 seconds because I think, and a lot of the entertainers are doing that. I feel like it's like a buffet of, I mean, everything revolves around food in my house at the moment, but it's like a buffet of entertainers. You know, yoga classes and dance classes and, uh, you know, sing-alongs, make your own cocktail. But I feel like I'm like the little sauce, the little 10 seconds of if you want some sauce with that. A wee bit of spice, a wee bit of spice on the side. Yes, exactly. Now, I thought, and please do not be offended, Johnny, because I do not mean this in a bad way at all. I thought TikTok was for, you know, maybe the younger generation of maybe under 25s I'm not having a go don't take it the wrong way no, no, <laughs> so is it for everybody like, yeah I mean you know I'm, I'm kind of like a four year old anyway you yeah know. you're Peter Pan you're just a wee Peter yeah, Pan exactly. so, um, but, the, but the good thing is um, when you go on there and have a look at the TikToks there's loads of like families doing it as well so um, so everyone can get involved there's loads of famous people on well with celebrities you know Louis Capaldi's on there doing it Will Smith 
uh, The Rock. He's not. He's not 25. Um, so <laughs> okay, it's all right. I just asked the question. I I, I believe you. <laughs> I believe you, Johnny. I think that's fine. That's a great idea, actually, though. That's a really good idea there. Um, maybe getting your family involved, getting mum and dad and all the kids together and coming up with some ideas. It'd be a good thing to keep a family occupied of an afternoon if they're a wee bit bored and struggling for things to do. Well, exactly. And if you can't dance like myself, it wouldn't be just an afternoon. It could be a whole two days of trying to learn a dance. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's the getting, getting uh, everyone involved is kind of creative a bit of enjoyment kind of in these kind of dark times something that kind of lifts the spirit oh you're going to look back in these in about 20 or 30 years time and say that's what got me through these tricky times in lockdown now johnny i mean you're used to every single christmas playing to 3000 people a day doing panto but what about any kids out there at the moment listening to this this afternoon that maybe fancy doing a panto or they enjoy telling jokes and making people laugh you started when you were a young boy didn't you so what advice do you have for them just do what you enjoy I've never I've always enjoyed making people laugh uh, and the older I get I kind of realise kind of when that happened but kind of in lockdown you know say make a TikTok video put on a little show tell some jokes to the family to cheer them up phone kind of uh, gran and granddad if they're kind of on their own or whatever maybe yeah, do that and then when we eventually get out of this then uh, I went and joined the local youth theatre um, and from there progressed uh, to working as an entertainer so but then I was doing everything I think that gave me a really good grounding as well so I was doing everything from you know bingo donkey to have in the daytime and then I got to do my own show at night so and uh, kind of getting out there and having the experience um, and just enjoying it as well if you enjoy it uh, you know I, I love and kind of as you know as well about me I love uh, Christmas time and pantomime as that's that's what it kind of first happened for me I remember watching and saying oh I'd love to do that and I'm now lucky enough to be in the position of doing it at the Glasgow Kings which really is you know I've won the Champions League <laughs> <laughs> well do you know what fingers crossed we all get to go to our local pantos this year we don't know that yet but very very hopeful on that one Johnny you have a famous catchphrase in all your pantos come on tell me what is it I'm enjoying myself <laughs> and the kids absolutely love that. I'm sure everyone has enjoyed catching up with you this afternoon. Johnny Mac, Panto star, comedian, and now TikTok sensation. Can I call you that? Hey, that's going on my CV. Don't worry about that. <laughs> TikTok sensation. Thank you so much for joining me for a wee catch up. I'm away to TikTok. Catch up with Cat. We're in this together. Okay, time to find out who is making your role of honour today. Here are your local heroes. Hi, I'm Orla Mackay and I'm seven. Hi, I'm Christopher Mackay and I'm 12. I just wanted to say a big thank you to all the amazing key workers doing everything they can and working really hard for everyone right now. Our daddy's a firefighter and he's very, very busy right now. Yeah, he's super busy, but he loves what he does and we're really proud of him. I just wanted to say we love you, daddy. And to everyone else working hard out there. Thank you. I would like to thank all our wonderful NHS, uh, supermarkets, bin men and posties who are helping us through this unusual time. Also, a wee mention to my daughter Sally from Burnt Island, who has not only been doing my shop, but my friend Pat's as well. She's a star 
and we really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Catch up with Cat in association with the Scottish Government. Don't forget you can send me a voice message. Just click on the website for details. Time for my fun fact of the afternoon. Did you know that bees can sting each other? Yes, not often it happens, but hives have guard bees to keep visitors from rival hives away, like little teeny bee bouncers. <laughs> Can you imagine? Not tonight, son, your name's still on the list. <laughs> yeah. Right, enough of my absolute nonsense. I'm back at 9.40 tonight when actor and Pilates coach Maury Christian will be giving us some bedtime stretches to calm down our minds and our bodies. Until then, stay home, stay safe, and here's Little Mix with Power. Good evening and welcome to Catch Up With Cat with me, Cat Harvey. The mini show brought to you from my bedroom cupboard with lots of useful tips to hopefully help us all get by just that little bit better. This evening I'm joined once again by actor and Pilates coach Maury Christian who sometimes teaches under the wonderful name of Inferno Elf. How is my wee elf this evening? Ah, oh, tickety-boo. All good, yeah. Had a lovely day. <laughs> How are good. you? Now the la- I'm good, thank you, Maury. Now, the last time I had you on was Friday morning and you were waking us up with motivational exercise and you were a proper wee bundle of energy. Now, tonight, I need you to calm us all down. Are you able to do that? Oh, absolutely. There's nothing better than a little calm down at the end of a crazy, mad, busy day. Now, you teach Inferno Pilates, which is the Pilates that's in the hot, sweaty room. The room's not sweaty, but you know what I mean, you get get sweaty. How is it that you get people to calm down and, I guess, cool down after all of that? Well, at the end of doing an Inferno Pilates class, you're pretty tired anyway, and the body is desperate just to collapse in a big heap on the floor. So what I usually do is get people to do their favourite stretch, whatever that is, It can be like a one-sided thing or it can be legs in the air or bum up in the air, whatever you fancy. And then what I do is get everyone to lie in savasana or shavasana. Some people would call it shavasana. Um, And essentially what that is, is the dead body pose or the corpse pose, which is not as macabre as it sounds because it's actually quite delicious. And um, that, is that the wee sleepy bit that you get in yoga classes as well? Because that's all my... I've only ever done, I think, two or three yoga classes Uh, because I'm not very bendy and I'm getting stiffer with age so I should probably go back but I always love the little bit at the end when the teacher says you're allowed to flake out oh yeah don't we all love the bit at the end when you can flake out because a lot of the time (laughs) people just do so they're lying there in Savasana and it's, it's kind of supposed to be that you're just between sleep and awake so it's that lovely moment just before you drift off to dreamland and you're lying there taking deep breaths, your hands are by your sides, palm facing up, and your palms face up to get nice nice energy from wherever, the ether. And you're just taking deep breaths and relaxing. Your feet fall apart and it feels like you're just falling into the floor. And that's kind of what takes you on that nice little sleepy journey. And the funniest part about it is people do drift off. And I, I can be honest about it, I've done that many times. Snoring? And woken myself up snoring. Yep, you hit the nail on the head. I've done this so many oh, times. Snoring. I, I, I have to admit, Maury, I'm a bit of a dribbler myself. <laughs> Just down the side of my face. I can imagine me at my, your Pilates class with a wee pool next to me. Oh, nothing wrong with a wee pool. Nothing to be ashamed of. <laughs> 
<laughs> How important is it then to have that relaxation at the end of an exercise class, mentally as well as physically? Well, it's just it's good for the mind because you've pushed yourself to the limits. So you've kind of worked yourself up to a sweat. And now what you want to do is bring it back down to focus and get your breath back to neutral again. And so we couldn't spend the day running about crazy like, you know, dafties. But the, the savasana and the sleep at the end is going to bring you back to uh, a state where you can be yourself again. And also to thank yourself. If you're lying there in sort of sleepy mode and you're not doing anything else, you can thank yourself for all the crazy stuff you've just done up to now. And it's always good to thank yourself. Sometimes I tell people to pull their knees up and give themselves a hug. And I think in the present climate, that's actually quite a good thing to do because lots of us are missing out on hugs. So bringing the knees up and cuddling yourself and just saying, well done me, it's not a bad thing. A wee bit of self, self-love, that's what we need at this time, isn't it? Um, Maury, I know that a lot of people are struggling to get to sleep at the moment. We've talked about it quite a lot in this show. Do you have any techniques from like yoga or Pilates that could help people at this time of night? Oh, definitely. So the Savasana is the best one I would recommend because obviously you're just lying there and concentrating and focusing on your breath. You're going to take away stress. You're going to take away fatigue. You're going to lower your blood pressure and take away headache pain. Lots of different things it's good for. But there are other little stretches that you can do. Um, Because when you stretch, you're releasing all those nice little endorphins and they're the feel-good hormones. So if you do... One of the good stretches, one of the best ones I like, is called the child's child's pose. So what you're going to do is just kneel down, then you separate your knees, so your feet are almost touching at the back, and then you lower like your abdomen down towards the floor, stretch your arms out in front of you and let your forehead touch the floor. And in that position, you should feel quite comfortable like that. And it will get more comfortable the more you do it. And when you're down there, you can focus in on your heartbeat. And if you can hear your heartbeat or just feel it, it's good to try and breathe in for six heartbeats and out for eight heartbeats. And if you take your focus to your breath, that immediately tells your body that it's time to slow down. So that's a good one. The one I mentioned earlier, putting your feet up against the wall, also good because you're going to allow all the blood to run down into your vital organs. And it means that your body starts to think, okay, this is time to just chill, chill, chill. So that's another. So let me see that that one. You're just you're lying flat on your back um, on the Mm -hmm. floor and your legs up the side of a wall. Yeah. Just put your legs up the side of the wall. Uh-huh. That's quite easy. It feels really nice as well. Well, we don't really do inversions that often. Like, we don't spend a lot of time upside down. And it's not a bad thing to do that because once the blood's <laughs> going to all those bits, then it's going to feed the brain. And that's what we need. Thanks, Maury. We'll chat some more in a few minutes. But first, here's Maroon 5 with Memories. Back memories bring back your... Maroon 5 with Memories. I'm joined tonight by Maury Christian, actor and Pilates coach. I never ever equated stretching with being good for you at bedtime. I don't think many people know this. Yeah, well, it's different it's, it's different kinds of stretching. So I guess in the morning you want to sort of revitalise yourself and get yourself ready for the day. But at night, what you want to do is make your stretches nice and slow and controlled. And as you do that, it's almost like you're telling your brain to slow down. You're telling everything else to slow down. And the reason that you stretch at night is because you're releasing all those little endorphins. And that's going to go straight to your brain and make you feel nice and sleepy. 
is very, very important. <sighs> a lot of us go from just lying on the couch straight to bed, and that's rubbish because you've kind of contorted <laughs> yourself into all these weird positions. But if you that's like 99% of Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Couch to bed, couch to well, maybe via the via the toilet or yeah via the or toilet via the go to your bed <laughs> oh stop yes. it stop it you've been watching me again <laughs> I've heard about that biscuit tin habit <laughs> so that's such a good thing to know then a couple of wee stretches just before you go to bed it'll just calm you right down it's good for your endorphins Definitely. And they're very easy to do. Yeah, and there are lots of things that you can. You, there are lots of podcasts and things like that that you can you can find to do with breath and meditation. So if you're focusing on someone else's voice, there's some lovely voices out there. There's, I think there's Tom Hardy out there doing a, some sort of meditation thing, and Chris Hemsworth's doing one as well. They could. <laughs> oh, like I'd get to sleep after watching. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you'd get to sleep after listening to him. <laughs> well, you might do, but you make you relaxed, and I don't know. <laughs> happy, are, happy dreams, happy yeah, dreams. Happy dreams. <laughs> but there's other things like um, there's a, 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 a podcast you can listen to called the Breath Pod, and uh, that's just all about focusing on your breath and how your breath can help you through various different things. Um, and there was an article recently I read in the paper. And it was about um, how breathing can help with certainly with symptoms of the the COVID because of the coughing and such like if you're in control of your breath then you can kind of help yourself to breathe better you know what I mean um and so the breath pod that's one of the ones that you can go and listen to the other lovely little thing that I'd like you to try Kat because it's just fabulous if you haven't done it already okay get yourself a little bottle of lavender essential oil so it's oh, like, I didn't know what you were going to say there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wee like, prosecco. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Oh. This is after prosecco. <laughs> okay, okay, kid. Step away from the fizz. Step right. away from the fizz. No more biscuit. As oh. <laughs> you go mm-hmm. towards the lavender, <laughs> and the little roller ball allows you just to roll it wherever you fancy. So I tend to roll it all over my pillow and over the mattress, and then put it on your pulse points. Um, and then that will lull you into a beautiful deep sleep. Anytime I use that, I don't wake through the night at all. I wake up in the morning and feel great. Um, and then the last thing you can possibly do is a herbal tea. So go for a chamomile because it does what it says on the packet. Chamomile. <laughs> it oh definitely goodness. does work. <laughs> Even if you've had a bottle of Prosecco before, just have a chaser of a chamomile tea. <laughs> How many years have you been waiting to get your chamomile gag out? <laughs> I just came up with it, the new I'm that talented. <laughs> well, do you know what? Some really lovely examples there. So some simple stretching just to calm you down, a wee herbal tea and get some lavender oil and then we should all get a nice little night's sleep. And of course, Chris Helmsworth talking in your ears. Lovely. Or you could Maury- listen to lullabies. <laughs> you, you could, you could. I'm going to stick with Chris Hemsworth. That's 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 what I'm taking away from your little slot tonight. But thank you so much for squeezing us in again. I know you're a very busy, hardworking Pilates elf. Um, so will you come back and join us again sometime soon? Oh, it would be my pleasure. Y'all sleep well now. <laughs> thank you so much. I'm away to put my legs up against a wall. <laughs> Don't forget. <laughs> 
<laughs> Don't forget loads of top tips on getting to sleep at clearyourhead.scot. Catch up with Kat. We're in this together. Stand by for your evening bunch of beauties. It's time for your local heroes. Hi, it's Lindsay um, from SSC Contracting. It's just to say a well done to all of our uh, operatives that are currently stood down just now. They're um, volunteering at local food banks within East Kilbride, Hamilton and Easterhouse that are donating to all over Glasgow. So just a well done and we're so proud of you. My name is Mary Kate. I'm six years old. I would like to say a big thanks to NHS who are keeping us all safe, especially my grand. She's a community nurse. Thank you, NHS. Catch up with Cat in association with the Scottish Government. OK, time for my final fun fact of the day. Did you know that cats spend two-thirds of their lives sleeping? Which means, given that's my name... It must be time for me to go to bed and flake out. Mm. Right, I'm back tomorrow morning at 9.40 when Hayley Matthews will be reassuring parents everywhere it's okay if things are a little bit chaotic. Good news indeed. Until then, stay home, stay safe and here's Coldplay with Adventures of a Lifetime.